You read her every day at mistressmatisse.blogspot.com. You've probably downloaded this podcast at work. Be warned, this podcast contains frank discussions of sexuality, SM, and perhaps even a lawn gnome joke or two. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time again for the Mistress's Podcast. I give you the one, the only, the Mistress. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time again. Time to gather the family around the radio for the Mistress Matisse <laughs> Podcast Hour. Brought to you by the Fluffy Bunny Bread Company. When you want your bread, you want Fluffy Bunny Bread. I'm your host, bringing you our star of the show, the woman you've all come to love these many years. I bring you the mistress. I'm going to whack you over the head with this bottle. It's a plastic <laughs> bottle, so it'll make a nice kind of thunk, 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 thunk noise. But yeah, if you keep being that. I wish you could just watch him, ladies and gentlemen, as he kind of like winds up. Because there's this moment of silence where we're kind of getting ready to start the podcast. And he closes his eyes, and I can see him thinking of like, what insane thing am I going to say now? Because he doesn't plan this out. What insane thing can I say that will like make her laugh and yet kind of like make her roll her eyes at the same time? And somehow he always achieves that, which is why we've been together for almost six years. Now, I want to point this out. We, when we were planning this podcast session, we were in bed naked. I'm just going to point that out because we were in bed naked. We with, often was, are in bed naked planning Yeah, this. I was in bed naked with her. Neener, neener, neener. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I wanted to point out. Bunk, 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 bunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like... Maybe we should like get pre-recorded um, like sound bites so you, you don't always have to like come up with something because you know you're obviously gonna run out of like you know weird things to say at the start of these podcasts, aren't you? Eventually, I didn't say it quite like that. That's what she said. That's listen to you, Ian. Ladies, you gotta be so careful what you say when you're naked in bed with a guy. They are so freaking sensitive. You know, like one little like jab with a needle, and then they're like, oh. God, you took a needle in my balls, and you'll never oh, hear the oh, end of it. Oh, 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 oh! Now, are we just going record here? Now, a needle in my chest or my back? I'm going to roar like a beast. She, yeah, she stuck one needle in my scrotum. Okay, so I sound like one of the Three Stooges. You sound like all three of the Three Stooges. All at once in a yeah. giant clusterfuck? Yes, yes. <laughs> I sound like a Three Stooges orgy. It was charming. It was completely charming. So, yeah. It's... Speaking of which, we gotta do that again, but okay. Okay. <clears throat> well, we'll just wrap this up, but we'll go okay. find some needles, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your eyelids and your um, testicles, the skin of your scrotum, are the same width, thickness. Really? I did not know that. I know that, yeah. Who knew that? Great. I could pierce your eyelids then. I was even stapling them up for like those days when I just like can't drink any more coffee. Oh, wow, that's very Clockwork Orange. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> now we're talking about a little bit of the ultraviolence. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, give us the old ultraviolence, though, darling. Uh, I will not drop into that voice. I will not... I'll have you know, I almost got divorced over that voice. Because you wouldn't stop talking in it. I started talking in that voice when I saw the film in film school, and my darling Tambo was like... "If I talked like him like for a week straight. I believe that. And she was like... I will leave you for this. <laughs> Nothing else. This I will end our marriage on. <laughs> oh, I love Tambo so much. And you well, stopped, didn't you? I did. It's, it is technically one of the seven banned voices that I'm never allowed to use with my partners. Okay. We'll seven have a whole band, podcast about that. Seven, the seven banned voices. Seven, I will not be in the room. <laughs> but you will do the seven banned voices. All right. This was sent to me, and it says, Hi, Monk. We are both new to rope play and have used some of your instructional videos to teach us how to properly use this. Uh, Recently, we've gotten a little more aggressive and that there's been a battle for control prior to one of the partner being tied. 
and this makes it prop uh, makes it difficult to employ your basic two column tie, single column tie, limb cuff properly, blah blah blah, safely. Uh, the easiest of is your single limb cuff. However, uh, when she's struggling, it never seems to work correctly, and I worry about her safety. Now I've looked online for other knots, but I found nothing that can be done quickly uh, and safety for this safely for the situation. I was wondering if there are any knots that would be quicker to tie while maintaining safety of the partner who is being uncooperative. Well, my first recommendation is just overpower her and hold her down. Mm -hmm. That has been my tactic for years. God knows it has. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she has a taser, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not that I know anything about that. Oh, no. Um, my other recommendation is uh, there are two schools of uh, bondage. Um, one is if you're looking for knots, look at uh, some of the one-handed knots used for falconry. Uh, there's a lot of knot geeks out there, and I'm not a knot geek. I will tell you right now, I know like three knots, and two of them are tangles. So there are like falconry knots that work out there. There's also a form of martial arts called hojujitsu. Which, if you do a Google search for, like, Mark Yu, uh, W, or uh, Y-U is the mm -hmm. last spelling, his last name, yeah. and um, Sir C, S-I-R-C, uh, they both teach hojujitsu, and that's a single-line, prisoner-restraint kind of form of martial arts. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing to do is, um, well, you know, we struggle mm -hmm. uh, with rope play, and a lot of it is, yeah, you can do a single column tire, sometimes you just need to sort of, like, wrap it around a couple times and hold on tight. Mm -hmm. knowing that they might pull it kind of tight, but eventually they're going to stop pulling it too tight because their hand fell asleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, because, you know, there's like structured bondage for I'm going to hang you in the air, and then there is we're going to wrestle now bondage. Right. And I think, especially if you're using hemp rope, less knots, more wraps, sort of unstructured. Mm -hmm. It's a much more forgiving. I agree. Um, now, speaking of someone who's actually not a bondage expert by any... By any means, I've been living with Max for 10 years now, and I've managed to absorb only the tiniest amount of rope knowledge uh, from him and from you, who are, you know, the best, biggest rope maker in the country. Um, what, what I have done is I do crappy bondage to kind of subdue someone who's struggling, and then once I've got this piece of crap, like, wrapped around them in some really haphazard way, then I will tie them up nicely. But I do the crap first, and then I do the nice bondage, and then I untie the crap. Mm -hmm. um, so that, you know, it just, it kind of holds, I mean, and I've done this with steel handcuffs too. It's like, okay, I'm going to slap these steel cuffs on you. And then while, you know, now that I've got you subdued, okay, now I can do, cause I have to go, okay, rabbit goes around the tree and I, you know, and I have to mm -hmm. think about it. Mm -hmm. So if I want to do nice bondage with someone who's struggling, I have to subdue them in some quick way first. And then once everything else is done, take off the quick bondage. So mm -hmm. that works. That well. works. Uh, the one trick I do is you, you talk about the single limb cuff is I can tie that one-handed. Um, every time I attended Max's classes, well, he was teaching and I was vending in the back, I would sit there and practice tying that one-handed on my thigh because I was bored and had ADD. So you can tie that really quickly one-handed and that makes a one great one-handed um, restraint cuff. But know that it's going to unravel. It's got a short time span on it. But uh, And that, yeah, bondage done quickly when you're struggling is going to be crappy. Get them subdued, then make the pretty bondage. I agree. And if you're in Seattle, you should attend my darling Max's uh, rope bondage classes. Um, and he has a website at rope uh, bondagelessons.com. Thank you. Oh, and thanks for watching the videos because my whole job is I was taught by Max. And my whole job is that, like, I figure if you like the videos, you'll go take a class from Max.
Right. You know, I just want to get you interested and then go, like, have somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I would wait for this question. This is going to oh, be fun. Oh, lordy, lordy. <sighs> I can see the hackles right now. <laughs> right I don't know what you mean. It's, like, it's like, if you could see an aura, there's, like, this energy rising, fire beams shooting out of her head <laughs> right now, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what you mean. I'm just providing color commentary. I am the nicest and sweetest and calmest person, really. She is. And that thing is, ladies and gentlemen... When she's like that, be very, very <laughs> afraid. Okay, lay it on me. Let's have it. Suck it to me. I just might like this stuff. Oh. Is the name of the letter. That one, yeah. And she writes, My husband enjoys your blog and has mentioned several times, uh, mentioned it several times over the past few months. It gave us a chance to talk about some of the things he's interested in. I can't say I'm drawn to BDSM naturally, but since we've had a great marriage for the past seven years, I thought I might give it a go. Congratulations on being good giving and game. Mm -hmm. So I started probably the way most people start. I tied him to the bed, spread eagle, and teased and tickled him. We both had fun. Congratulations. That's nice. I started looking into it on my own and found a lot of real junk on the internet, mostly portraying overdone angry dominatrix types. The few times that we tried this, we were both mostly laughing. But once, I squeezed his balls hard enough that he showed he was in real pain. After the pain subsided, he said it was great. And later, as I thought about it, I got turned on. Congratulations. That's nice. My sense from your blog is that you can make a rather light-hearted erotic scene that can be as intense as you want without falling into that fake dominatrix stuff. What I'd really like to do is make him hurt enough to beg to be untied, just so he can be turned on enough to get tied up again. Any advice? Now at this notice, ladies and gentlemen, I am now backing away from the microphone <laughs> and hiding behind this blast-proof desk. I'm gonna surprise you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be kind about this. I'm like, okay. So, all right. Can I have the letter, please? I'm just going to kind of refer to it as I, as I rant. Number one, I am glad that you're exploring kink. Good for you. Good for being good giving in game. Um, good for, you know, being willing to try things out kind of your, your comfort zone. I'm glad that you and your husband have had some good experiences together. That's all great. Um, I'm going to stop and remark that the only person who's allowed to rant about fake dominatrixes are real dominatrixes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a little offended that you're like, you know, calling out something that you don't really do. No, no, no. You don't get to like rank on us. Thank you. So just back off of that. I will agree with you. There's a lot of really stupid porn on the web that offends me too, but I have a knowledge base to be offended from and you actually don't. Um, so, yeah, I can make a lighthearted scene as intense as I want to be without falling into any fake dominatrix stuff. I don't know if you can. Uh, it's also because uh, you're... A real the, dominatrix! Yes. <laughs> you're a pro with more experience than, you know... Well, yeah. Well, there are plenty of women who are not professional dominatrixes mm -hmm. who are really awesome, awesome mistresses, awesome okay. dominatrixes. So it's not, it's, not a, it's not a question of being professional. It's just a question of being experienced in, in real BDSM. Okay. So, so, okay, on the one hand, this is all great. More power to you. I'm really glad. I'm not trying to put you off this. Um, but this is the kind of letter that makes me want to, like, bang my head against a wall and think, you know, what am I, the psychic dominatrix? Darling, based on this letter... Mr. Cleo, <laughs> thank you for calling. 
I am not, yeah, this is not a psychic hotline. I can't tell just based on this letter what your husband would like to have done to him or what you would like to do. You say you squeeze his balls and he liked that. Well, then I think you should do that again. <laughs> I mean, did you really need me to tell you that if he liked it, you should do it again? Uh, you're going to have to try things and uh, kind of ex uh, experiment and see what works and what doesn't. And some of it really won't work. And you're going to have to uh, just deal with that and move on. So, but yeah, I get impatient when people say, oh, please read my mind or worse yet, read somebody else's mind who's not even here and tell us what we would find erotic. Well, the answer is I don't fucking know. What? But, but you're the mistress. You know everything. I only know everything if you're in the room with me. Ah. Okay. How about how about that? I don't okay. I don't you know I don't even know everything then. But there is no chance in the world I'm gonna know everything if you're not actually in the room with me. So and if you write me a letter and say please tell me what to do, I'm gonna go. Well, there's some excellent books you can read. There's um, you know sensual magic, uh, one of my perennially favorite BDSM books to recommend to people mm -hmm. by Patrick Califia. Mm -hmm. It's it's very much geared to the new heterosexual couple. Yeah. That's so. That's. I mean, there's lots of stuff like you know, topping for uh, for the beginners uh, bottoming book. Yeah, there, there's Dosey Easton's got the topping and the bottoming book. Um, there is screw the mat roses send the thorns. Send the thorns. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of new videos. I mean, like um, even like uh, Tristan Termano's got a whole new line of like erotic bondage you just put out, her rough sex guide you just put out. Yeah, I mean, sweet Jesus, there is an embarrassment of information about this, and. Um, so I, you know, I hear that they looked online and they probably looked at porns. What it sounds like, which you know, is the. I mean, you don't learn about real sex by watching vanilla porn movies because yeah. that's not what real sex yeah, looks like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Everything you not I about butt sex. I learned from watching porn. Great. <laughs> Check please. Um, <laughs> so this so is yeah. Why we're poly. <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta do that with somebody else, darling. Um, so yeah, you're not gonna learn about real BDSM with a loving partner from watching porn and BDSM porn, even really good BDSM yeah, porn. Yeah, even stuff that like Kink.com puts out it's, is it's great. Hot. It's awesome. But it's not. You can't just go do that. No. They're professionals and these are like pro bondage models and they're experienced and yeah, you would need to be all those things. So so yeah, I, I encourage you to keep reading and looking and um, please kind of stop like ranking on kinds of kink that don't turn you on because that's something that we don't really do. We don't talk about you know fake down matrixes or you know kind of yeah that's that's, that's that's kind of rude. So you may not like someone else's scenes, you may not like the way someone else does their kink, so you don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. But how about you don't start kind of being snarky about it and i think in the end ask your husband well yeah it's like you like that how's that oh did that make your eyes cross do it again because in the end only he's gonna know what turns his freaking crank he's the only one that matters in this situation it's not my opinion that matters one little bit it's what he thinks and what you think so go google it quit looking at uh Hogtide porn. No, no. Keep looking at Hogtide's porn because it's really hot porn and they're, they're customers. So keep looking at their porn. But <laughs> it's good porn. Pay, don't pay attention to what they're doing. Yeah. No, don't try to model your sex yeah. life after it. Don't try to model it. Just let it be inspiration. Uh, so yeah, a lot of awesome books. Uh, go to, you know, go to go to one of the, go to Powell's or go to Amazon's or, you know, go to whatever and just start reading the books. Watch some videos uh, by kind of reputable kink educators mm -hmm. um, and experiment. And really, so in spite of all my scolding, good luck to you and good luck to your husband and uh, have fun and play safe. Be good. And on that note, we have run out of letters to read, dear. Oh, I think we should go... Um, 
Okay, never mind. I think we should just leave now. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm not wearing pants. I'm not. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's the clown hat that's kind of scaring me, darling. But, you know, I'm good giving a game. Hey, it, it doesn't have Viking horns on it. It's just a clown hat. And I left the clown shoes, you know, back at the bedroom. So it should be okay. On that note, listen, gentlemen, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. This has been the Mistresses Podcast. If you like what you've heard, check her out at mistressmatisse.com or read her daily blog at mistressmatisse.blogspot.com.